another episode of the Blacksmith's Furnace with me, Robert. With me, Pete. And me, Bob. Alright. And we've come, we're, 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 we're basically at the end of January. Yeah. Isn't yeah. that crazy? All of a sudden. Does it feel like it's been a whole month already? No. 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 I'm just going through the motions, really. Mm. Nah, it's, it's gone quick. It's gone mad quickly. Massively. And there's so much I said I, said I wanted to do this year. <laughs> and the 12th of the year is already gone. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? Um, I, was at, I was at work today and one of the women kind of walked into the into the office and we were having a conversation. And I was like, bro, like, it's almost the end of January. She's like, yes. I'm like, what do you mean, yes? Like, as soon as January goes, it's like, the rest generally kind of sets pace mm. the rest of the year is just going to fly by she's like yeah I've been praying for January to go by really quickly and I'm like why and she's like yeah it's like, I'm just like what What? that makes no sense yeah, yeah I've got something looking forward to in uh, something happening in August oh, it's yeah. like I'm trying to take my time trying yeah. to let the, let the months go slowly and she's like oh that's gone okay cool <laughs> <laughs> six months more I mean seven months more Right, this guy kind of doesn't even know how many months he's got left. <laughs> the countdown is real. <laughs> can't wait, mate. Well, I can't wait because you know save more, but can't wait. <laughs> you're you're not you're not waiting. You can see, you're not saying can't wait because you get to save more. There's this uh, last night you was telling you can't wait. All right, anyway, all right, all right, all right. Please, please, please. quick. <laughs> and um, I'm guessing this 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 month is going really fast for Donald Trump as well. <laughs> Man went to the office and like they did like um like what has Donald Trump like they did uh, they done like a week of what Donald Trump has done since he's been into mm, office. Mm. He's done some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think the interesting thing and I, I will probably go into it but the interesting thing was how some people after you know he won the election were like, oh, all of the rhetoric he's been spewing so far was just to get the votes. Once he gets into power, he'll rein it in. He will, you know, re- rephrase, you know, restructure, and then it'll be all good. And as soon as he got to power, it seems like he's sticking to his word. Everything that he said seems like he's doing. Well, at least at least we can say that he's got integrity. That's like one thing we can give, well, <laughs> we can give him. Yeah. And one of the things that he's done is this abortion law that he's put into practice. Yeah. Yeah, and, so. and so I don't start paraphrasing mm. I'm going to read what, what, it's, what it says even though they, they, they probably paraphrased in, in the thing anyway quote, quote your sources as well okay so this is from The Independent The, the Independent is not as good as it used to be you know? I don't read any newspapers so I don't know <laughs> my news is from Twitter <laughs> <laughs> no, The Independent dropped off a bit these, um, the past, past few years um, so let me read from this article so Donald Trump is reinstating the ban on providing federal money to international groups that perform abortions or provide information on the option. Uh, it's one of his first acts as US President and reverses Obama's executive order that lifted the ban in 2009. Under the rule, no US government funding for family planning services can be given to clinics or groups that offer abortion services or counseling in countries, even if funds for those activities come from non-US government sources. Right. That's what I said. So basically, if you're trying to help people get abortions or get knowledge about abortions, mm. you're going, their funding's getting cut. Mm. And people are up in arms about this. Right. And 
I'm just here thinking, is that really a bad thing? <laughs> like, 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 as a Christian, is it a bad thing? Or maybe, as a Christian male, I don't get, I don't get a say in the matter. Well, <laughs> as males, we don't get a say in the matter, anyway. <laughs> but I don't know how true that is. But so my my thing is, as, as a Christian, is this duty of care almost because you're a Christian because you understand what love really is is if that option of um, you know abortions is removed from people so I I think maybe let me start from as a Christian we don't necessarily believe in abortion Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know about other Christians because nowadays (laughs) (laughs) I don't I don't think just chilled off in the laugh nowadays (laughs) I, I, I don't think Christians agree, or at least we don't agree, with abortion because that a child is a gift from God and that's life that um, uh, God has specifically given. Yeah. Now, my thing is, for someone who isn't of the faith, am I, I... I don't know how I feel about restricting them because of my beliefs... If that makes sense, even though I, I think it's wrong, at the same time, it's almost your God-given freedom to do whatever you want. Yeah. So why would I restrict you based on my, my, my beliefs? Oh. The problem being, my beliefs are like, there's a safety net. I only believe that rape, uh, not rape, wow. <laughs> I only believe that, that abortion shouldn't be happening because... Rape no ma- shouldn't be happening. Well, yes, that's true. <laughs> but because no matter what the circumstances, we believe God will take care of those that he has called. You know, regardless, if the child is coming, God's provided the child, he will take care of. Now, if you're not under that umbrella, mm-hmm. why would I still force you to, you know, be in that situation where yeah. you don't have that safety net? Yeah. So... I think we have to make it clear. We don't advocate abortion. I would not advise anyone in the church to go for an abortion because of that safety net of God being there. But for people outside of that, not outside of God's sovereignty, but outside of they don't hold faith, faith. the faith, um, they don't hold the faith, I don't think I can, with good conscience, restrict them. Mm -hmm. If that makes Mm -hmm. sense. Uh, You know, it's... Let me, let me come close that. For me, it's exactly the same as Peter said, um, and that's why even I kind of have an issue with installing not not a massive issue, but I kind of see pitfalls in kind of raining down heavy with Christian ethoses from a governmental position. Mm. Um, and I say that somewhat loosely because there are instances in some principles and laws or whatever that are beneficial regardless of whatever, like, don't kill. Mm. Like, that's beneficial mm. regardless of whatever mm. um, faith or creed you are, unless you believe in cannibalism. But, um... Depends. <laughs> unless you believe in eating a person alive. Not fair enough. But, um... Depends. <laughs> I'm sorry. And, and, and it's, it's just that. It's like... Um, again, it all comes down to what Peter said. I can't impose um, a Christian sense of morality or a Christian sense of right and wrong based on the Bible 
to people who haven't taken the Bible as the fund, the foundation of their beliefs or the foundations of what they know to be true and right. Mm-hmm. Because I feel, I feel like, one, that's pushing a workspace mentality that if I don't have an abortion, if I don't do this, if I live, if I'm able to live by the Bible, even if I believe in the God of the Bible, the God of the Bible will accept me because in, in yeah. reality, I've tried to live mm. that that clean life. Mm. But the Bible says all have sinned and fallen short of the glory mm. and none is righteous other than without Christ. Mm. And it's that that standard that where it's like, yo, you know what? With or without the abortion, you're still in the same position. Mm. So I would rather stress or place more emphasis on the gospel rather than not having an abortion if you're not in the faith. If you are in the faith, exactly as Peter said, I'd rather stress trust in the God that you've placed your faith in. Mm. Because if you're not in him, I can't tell you to trust in the God you don't believe in. Mm. To, to provide for your child for the rest of his life. Mm. But at the very, very worst, give him up like um, Moses' mum did. You know, put mm. him up for ado- adoption Adoption, yeah. Like... Um, Your mum gave you up for adoption? No. Like Mo- Moses in the Bible. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. okay. Alright, alright, alright. <laughs> <laughs> the sincerity with which he asked the question as well. Yeah, like, I was, I was, I was being serious. <laughs> yeah, no, gone. I know. Your job's gone down. <laughs> um, in, in the Old Testament, when, when um, God gave all his rules and, and stuff, and, and you know, there were the moral, moral law, mm-hmm. and then there were laws that were almost for setting his people apart. Mm-hmm. He didn't hold other countries or mm-hmm. other 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 people to that mm-hmm. unless they became part of mm-hmm. Israel. Then they held on to his his rule. Mm-hmm. So that idea and and, God, and Israel had its own government and God was supposed to be their king, and and you know unless you came and became part of them, you're allowed to do your own thing. Even with uh, Egypt and and with God challenging uh, Pharaoh and them lot. With all of the plagues, you'll notice that he was challenging all of their gods almost. Mm. Like all of the gods of the various things. He would change it, the water and all of that. Uh, turn, uh, killing the firstborns and all of that. He was challenging their god. And it wasn't like, I'm forcing you to live by my rule. My rule but it's, I'm showing you that your god isn't me. Mm. So the god of Israel is greater than the gods of Egypt. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a movie. <laughs> but it's like... I, I, I definitely think it's not right to, <coughs> to impose the church on the state when mm. the state isn't of the church. Mm. But then America likes to call itself a Christian country. Yeah, do they? Do they? Because I don't see... Oh, this is going to get bad. I don't see a Christian country... <laughs> Just say it. Say it. Say it. <laughs> And not not endorsing, but advocating homosexuality the way Americans do. Americans advocate everything. Or exactly, or or promiscuity the way Americans no, do. No, yeah. If if America didn't exist, like 60 percent of the world's problems wouldn't even come into existence. Well, all I know is one one preacher said, and he's American. He's like, if God doesn't punish America, he's gonna have to apologize to Sodom and Gomorrah. <laughs> <laughs> sense <laughs> you know what? yeah I'm, I'm actually kind of sorry but um no I, I don't in this day and age um in this day and age um I don't necessarily think any state or country can 
proclaim itself to be a Christian state or country. Mm. Um, I haven't done a, a global search to see countries, um, rules, regulations, standards, what they live by and stuff. But it's like, in comparison to how passionately Christian states kind of established their, their culture and stuff before and the way it's done now, mm. I don't think any one country can say... We're, we're exclusively a Christian country or whatever. Has there ever been a country that could have, could have said yeah. that? Yeah. Um, America and Britain were both saying that we're, we're, we're Christian. Mm. Um, well, David Cameron recently said, well, before he, he, he resigned, he said we're a Christian country. And, and Theresa May as well is, uh, well, she's not saying it's a Christian country, but she's advocating that Christians should be able to speak about their faith without fear of repercussion. Mm. But, then, but, but, but then saying you're a Christian country and that living now, Oh, absolutely. Yeah, even absolutely. Um, coming down to Church of England, so it's like you're such you're such a Christian country that you've got your own church. Um, well, trust me, built on. Well, well, you know your church history. Well, let's 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 just leave it there. But um, yeah, and, and it's exactly that. And this is what I have seen to be the issue with quote unquote Christian countries because they've done stuff that has somewhat given Christianity a bad name. Oh, yeah. Also, yeah. yeah. So, like, the Crusades, mm, mm. Um, imposing laws based on the Bible on people that aren't Christians. Mm. So, um, like, people weren't allowed to play football on a Sunday because it was meant to be the Lord's Sabbath. And, like... But if you're living in a Christian country, are you really imposing it, or is that just the law that's... But the thing is, you are imposing it if the people you're impo- you're trying to get them to live by those rules aren't Christian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but no one's telling them that that they have to live there. Yes, they they are because. Well, if it's a Christian country, yeah. and it's rules and it's law. Because people used to get fired and fined mm-hmm. for playing football on a Sunday, being a Sabbath in in Britain. Mm-hmm. People on Christmas Day, you weren't allowed to feast. Mm-hmm. You weren't allowed to have like, look, and I know it's like. I can understand where they're coming from being a Christian mm. because apparently people were gambling on the football games right. so they're like, all right, cool, no football on a Sunday. Um Christ- okay to gamble every other day of the week. <laughs> it's, it's like when they were gambling in the in temple. The church, yeah. So I it's like the yeah, Lord's okay, Sabbath. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Lord's special day that yeah. is kind of set aside and you men are gambling yeah, on But Jesus didn't go to every whole house yeah. and like, beat them up. And there's the... On Christmas, people were being gluttonous, so they were eating in excess, as, as we do now. Yeah. Um, and they were like, no, nah, that's not what Christmas is about, so we're going to scrap that. And if you were found to be pigging out on Christmas Day, you would get fined. Mm. If you were found to be doing the stuff that they told you not to do, you would get fined. Mm. And you wouldn't get fined, like, deep, like certain minimum. It was hefty wages mm. that would literally take you months to be able to claw. Mm-hmm. And those who were in power were getting paid like triple people's annual salaries. So it was kind of seen as like an abuse of power. Mm. Kind of was. And all of these things kind of trickled into the the animosity towards the faith mm. simply because those in power haven't steered or navigated the power well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was, I was even going to say as well, um, uh, I've actually forgotten what I was going to say, but I was hoping that by saying that I was going to say something, it will come back. And it hasn't come back. <laughs> kind of in this awkward situation now. 
Um, I thought it's completely gone. Okay, let me let, let, let me ask <laughs> the next question. So, do you think if do you think uh, like a a Christian country would work if there was like a country set aside where everyone in it or where, like ah. people predominantly in it was Christian? Do you think such a country could work? And and uh, and if so, how would that look like? Or, or I'll, would let, look like? I'll let Peter right. say what he's going to say. So, so what I was going to say, I don't know if it answers it really, but it was the whole idea of government, um, at least in biblical times, was in opposition to what God wanted. Mm-hmm. Like you look at when the people wanted the king uh, Saul, so, mm-hmm. it was because they seen other people doing that. Yeah. And was it Eli or Samuel? Samuel. Samuel was worried because it's like you're rejecting God yeah. to go and pick a man so this idea of government in and of itself in a, in a country it's anti-Christian? not anti-Christian because in the end God gave them Saul then he gave them David then he gave mm-hmm. them judges so he saw this is what you guys want fine go and have it. it it wasn't good for them but I think in a Christian country if we are to go back to Christian countries the only model of it that we have would probably be Israel who was a Christian nation, if that makes sense. And they didn't necessarily have a government. They had a prophet or someone who heard from God, um, and, and they followed him. But so this day and age, that would be this so... This day and age, that would be so <laughs> reckless. It would be <laughs> so reckless. Hey, people are doing it in churches. Yeah. Well, that's, so. uh, and that's basically what they've got in, in the Vatican. They've got the Pope. Yeah. <laughs> over, over, but over that, even, even of that, this day... Oh... Take your time with that because <laughs> this, this, this is where it gets a bit whole. <laughs> because it's again, it's the elevation of a man yeah. into a position of power, into That's a high position of power. And if if I am correct, it's following the the lineage of of the apostle Peter, and they're saying yeah. he was the rock upon which the church was founded. Yeah. He was the head of the church, and the Pope kind of follows in in the lineage, not um, biologically. Mm. But authoritatively yeah. in the lineage of, of Peter, yeah. but within that, within the book of Acts, it was very much a council. Mm. It was never just one just person. One person no. It was always a council. So even when Paul went to go seek advice about the Gentiles um, being told to get circumcised, mm. um, he met with the whole council. Mm. The whole council took counsel, yeah. and they then they came up and then. I think it was Peter that kind of told them, but it was a case of it was the whole council that came together, mm. church like leaders, elders, everything, and I think that is one of the best models yeah. that we can have for church and even for government, where it's not just one, one person; yeah. it is a body of people. So even like MPs or whatever, not having that, I guess you can almost say the president is almost the face mm. of the country or whatever. But I do genuinely believe the best model is a body of people. Mm. Plus, even in Israel, like you start to see structures being put in place when there were so many people bringing issues to the courts, and mm-hmm. Moses said, "Okay, I'll appoint these elders, and you take it to your elders first, and then if they can't mm-hmm. do it, come to me, and they will take it before the Lord." So there were structures in place, but again, it was always like a a group of people and then even with Moses he would have Aaron as a mm-hmm. priest yeah. they'd go before God and stuff like that okay here's a question mm. might get someone in trouble okay so if that's, if, that's what we have <laughs> if there was this Christian country ah. and let's say we did have this this like council um, what's the word what's that thing um, Jedi council or council <laughs> whatever 
we had, we had, we, we, we had the council. Yeah. And it was made up of like all the, 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 the different different denominations. Mm. Are there any denominations you would exclude from <laughs> from that council? Catholics. <laughs> joking, I'm joking. Am I? <laughs> Do you know what? Um, I would say again. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I would say you know what? The there's 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 like a clear division, um, because there's some that don't. There's some denominations within. Christianity that don't believe on what I believe to be fundamental mm. things. Mm. So, but, um, then, but that's what you believe. Who's to say that? And th- this is the thing. This, that's what I'm saying. This, this, this would be the make or break in mm. terms of what count, what council will be able to be formed. So, it's a case of: Do you believe that the scriptures are the final authority on God's word? Because right there and then, you've got some people like, well, well, yeah, but then we've also got this book. This book that, and then we're like, all right, cool, nah there's a division right here. Yeah. Do we believe that salvation is by faith alone? No works, nothing. Yeah, but... but no, <laughs> sit, sit down. Do we believe that salvation is received as like by God's grace alone? So it's like, it's, it's nothing that we deserve. Mm. It's nothing that... And it ties in with faith. It's nothing that we deserve. If, if, if there's a... Dis- no. Do we, do we believe that salvation is only found in Christ alone? If we're like no, yo, let's let's say something, and then like literally, solely their Gloria, everything has to be for the glory of God. Mm. We can't try elevate man, elevate ourselves, or try. And if we don't agree on that, those are the five solas, right? And th- those are things that I will kind of consider principle mm. in terms of before we even get onto doctrinal stuff. Mm. If we can't agree on these five things, there's going to be issues. Yeah, even those five things are kind of doctrinal. Yeah, they yeah. are. They are fundamental. I mean, yeah, but it's like nuances yeah, yeah. and then which, which is kind of something that scares me as well is how have you got to this point where it's well I, you know how we've got to this point we know how we've got to this point where you know, there's so many mm. different divisions but I thought you said finding Nemo <laughs> it's I think for such a nation I, I, that said I do think that might happen where looking at the prophecy that Gabriel gave to Mary saying that Jesus will take the throne of David. Now I need to go and read this properly. Um, I think part of the whole revelation thing in the last days will be Jesus sitting on the throne of David, watching over Israel. Again, you know, I need to study revelations properly to speak properly on that, but I think that nation will come back um, in the last days and there will be that scene. But it will be a matter of we would have to, or whoever in that nation would have to agree on those fundamentals mm-hmm. uh, and that would have to be the basis yeah so I think that would be because I know of preachers who before they'll actually like sit down to get into talk they'll, they'll be like yo I know that we're all quote unquote Christians but let's let's divvy this up let's mm. see if we're all on the same page before we actually get into it and then they'll start getting into little nuances um, the trinity mm. do you believe in the trinity mm. not Okay, cool. Um, how does that affect? Like, do you believe in the virgin birth? Do you believe that God, um, Jesus, came as man mm-hmm. and wasn't um, a ghost that was here? Gnosticism, um, or was it, yeah, Gnosticism. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's like f- literal implications and things within um, the faith. But as faith stands now, I don't think we will get a overall Christian state or group of people coming together uh, simply yeah. because 
simply because there's so much variation on doctrine mm. and I believe that that will become almost a thorn in the flesh between tangible change being done and people actually like yeah tangible change being done and people just squabbling over, over things and I'm not, I'm not going to say squabbling over trivial things because some of these doctrines are really have um, real importance and mm. real impact mm. that if it's thought out correctly the implications are immense. Well, my question would be now is, would such a a, a country or nation even be um, biblical, or, or, or can something like that exist biblically? I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. Mm. Because as Christians, we're called to go out and, and, and spread the, the, yeah. the news of the gospel, mm. and so like to create a a, a Christian country, mm. almost by default, that means that we'd be vetting who. Who gets to come in and stay? <laughs> Which is a very Christian. All of them going out, we're coming in. Yeah. 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 I don't know. You know, Francis Chan actually said something that I love. Um, he was like, um, Christians are like manure. Um, stink. If you pile them all up in one place, they just stink. But if you spread them out over the land, they actually help things grow. Mm. Mm. So it's like if we were to just huddle up in one place and just stick to us, we'll kind of get into this position of being high and mighty, better than others. But when we actually kind of go into people's lives and start investing and doing stuff, Mm -hmm. that's when we actually start to see tangible change in people's lives and in our lives and in society. Yeah. Yeah. If if there was a Christian country, would you want to go and live there? If there was, like we're saying... If they found a way to make it work... Uh, biblically. Biblically. <laughs> I'd have to speak to the missus, isn't it? <laughs> I'd just easily outsource that decision. <laughs> Do you know what? I don't think I would. How come? Well, I like Taunty Heath, man. Nah, it's like... <laughs> because I think... <sighs> this might, this statement might get me into trouble. <laughs> man, he's weighing his options. I'm just going to say um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a Christian as well I'm, I'm going to just say this um, I can find Christians to be some of the most jarring people jarring people <laughs> like the most judgmental the most two-faced you do it so well it's so well like oh literally like the most two-faced the most jarring and, but do you know what yeah? even within that I know that Perfect love is only formed around imperfect people. So we don't need, we, we have to be around pe- flawed people to actually develop that perfect love. But we are flawed people. Exactly, we are. So we can't really get away, get away from that. But it's like, it, yeah, I've said it. It's there, isn't it? Like, if you might want to stone me, I'm, I'm not on Facebook no more, so you can't, you can't at me. Um, I am, but I'm not going to log in. <laughs> but, and I'm not saying that that's not why I'm not going to go there. I feel more at home. This is this might sound bad. I feel more at home around people who aren't Christian. And it's not because I just want to sin or I just want to enjoy what they're enjoying. But I want to show them something different. Mm. I want my life to be that light. I want my life to display something of Christ to them and I don't want to have to watch my back 
whilst doing it, mm. if that makes sense. Mm. I don't want to have to think, if I mess up, they're going to judge me. Mm. Because I really want to show them a faith that is human. Mm. That it's like, I'm a human, but I have faith in a supreme being. And this supreme being is now motivating me to live like this. Mm. I will make mistakes because I am human, but he still accepts me. Mm. But it's almost as though, like, in some Christian circles, they expect you not to make mistakes. Mm. And if you make a mistake, you're crucified in front of the church. Someone's, uh, someone's speaking personally. <laughs> Trust me, dog. Yeah. And it's, it's like, and so I'm like, I feel more at home outside of some Christian circles because I feel as though I am free to navigate and to figure out how God wants me to live life based on his word without being judged. Mm-hmm. So it's like Lecrae has, was making music for the youth groups within the church, but now that he's making music with more secular artists, it is more the church that is criticising him and judging him than accepting him. Oh, and I'm like, that right there is missing the, an aspect of what Jesus did when he was sitting with tax collectors, mm-hmm. eating with sinners, mm-hmm. and the Pharisees were saying a drunkard and a white, like a glutton and a wine in our midst. Mm-hmm. And it's like John the Baptist came eating nothing mm. and I came eating and drinking and both of us weren't righteous in your sight. So mm. what do you want us to do? Mm. Yeah. No Christians tend to be more genuine <laughs> because because like they've got nothing. They've allow got nothing. it guys. No, allow it. Look, look, look. Do you allow know what? Christians are non Christians go they, they're two faced as well. They backbite. But it's almost expected yeah. in that context. Um but you can't. You the same way you can find, to get good friends, man. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. The same way you can find good non-Christians, you can find good Christians. I, I know personally good, genuine Christians. Two of which I'm kind of on this podcast with right now. You're done with. And it's a case of uh, I enjoy doing life with these guys. I enjoy sharing life with these guys, and I'm able to be open and honest with these two. I don't feel like I need to hide my face. Like literally on our WhatsApp group, the banter is so real. <laughs> like, <laughs> the banter is so real. We can cuss each other up, and we know that. Which we do. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Almost on a daily basis. On a daily basis. We can cuss each other up. And we'll, all we'll all continue normal conversation. Like, the guy didn't just cuss out your whole life. <laughs> Literally. And it's like, like, we're struggling with something or whatever. Yes, we'll banter about it, but we still give, like, godly, I hope so, godly and, like, practical counsel. And... It's almost, it's, it's a shame to say this, but it's almost rare to find relationships like this that I've been around anyways. There's a few that I've been able to say genuinely I've been able to, to have these sort of relationships. Mm. So when I do get these relationships, I really value them because I'm like, these relationships are rare. Mm. And that's one thing that I'm kind of not happy about within the body. Do you think we're being too harsh, Peter? Oh, no, no, no. The unfortunate truth is that I think almost because it's, you know, it's if you're, if you're not preaching for... We, we've, we've... How do I even say this? We, we, don't, we don't study the person of Christ. Mm. We study the blessings of Christ or we study the blessings of God. Everything you know, double, double, <laughs> double, double. I hate that song with passion. You know, every time it comes, I'm like... Trials, <laughs> persecution, <laughs> double, you know. <laughs> People yeah, are like, those that are persecuted. You know, oh, if you I'm, want blessings, go and get that. I'm, I'm not going to accept that one. Or... But it's it's like we because for the most part, in in a lot of our, our, our unfortunately in a lot of our churches, 
because there is a need, I guess, because there is a need, the focus is on God's provision mm. and not on the person. Mm-hmm. So we end up having shallow Christian, yeah. like Christianity. Mm-hmm. And where you've got like someone like C.S. Lewis that obviously, for more indications, would study, 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 study mm-hmm. the person of Christ and, and would write about it and, and would apply himself to it. You've got people reading the Bible because they feel like that will get them blessings. And, and when, when it's that shallow, it's hard to... It's hard to see the fruits that will come mm-hmm. of, of, of real Christianity. Not to say that we're doing it any better, because it's only by grace that maybe we find ourselves Amen. amongst people that God's given that kind of vision to, that, mm. oh, actually, maybe get to know me, you know. Um, it's it, it's just unfortunate that that's the case. Now, I don't think that most Christians are two-faced. <laughs> I think it's just... We, we, we get to a point of being immature and, and staying just wanting milk and staying there for a long time. When I say wanting milk, like, we don't grow in our faith or we don't grow in our knowledge of who God is and thus we don't change um, and, and become more like Christ mm-hmm. and more focused on being genuine people. Uh, we just kind of stay focused on our needs and on God's blessings and on the little that we can do to get God's blessings. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why you find, you find situations do, like that. Do you know what... Yeah. I was at this one church, yeah. Which, which church is it? Don't <laughs> worry, don't worry. It's <laughs> for like a lot, like, don't mention church if you're going to mention the name. Do you know what? Then no one of us, none of us will mention church. <laughs> I was at this gathering. <laughs> I was at this church, yeah. This, this was when I knew I had to leave. I knew I had to leave. Like, the, um, the pastor was talking about why we need to evangelise. He quoted Proverbs, <clears throat> I think it was Proverbs, blessed is the man who wins souls, mm-hmm. or, um, yes, along those lines. And he was like, yeah, like, yeah, you'll be blessed, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, yeah, like, um, the greatest reason for us to win souls is because God's, God answers our prayers when we win souls. So he had a prayer request that he was kind of always going to God before, God about, uh, about this, this prayer request. And then he was like, all right, cool, you know what? I'll leave this prayer request here. He went, like, got someone into the church and then God kind of fulfilled that prayer. So it's like, rah, yeah, boom. So I got a one soul and then God answered my prayer. So obviously if you can have something, you want that husband, yeah? Go win a soul. You get... And I'm just like... Go win a soul of your husband. <laughs> I'm like, Flat to convert. Like, literally, there is no mention of the glory of God. There is no mention of testifying to the greatness of God. Yeah. There's no mention of God is exalted mm. when another person sees him as Lord, as sees his son as Lord and Savior. Like there's, there was absolutely no mention of that. And I'm just like, so literally, we need to win souls so we get the benefits. Fam, do you want to come to my church? You're my Xbox 360. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to come to my church? Literally. You're my new car. <laughs> literally. <laughs> After that, I was like, yeah. God, you know what? It's, it's my time to leave. It's it's it's, it's really bad because it's like <coughs> someone said this: uh, if you go if you go searching for blessings, you may find a few. Mm. If you go searching for God, you shall be blessed. But you're not going searching for God because of the blessing. You're going searching for God because He is your Creator, mm-hmm. and we are accountable to Him for our lives anyway. It's 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 really sad that something people forget is blessings don't always mean materialistic things. Mm-hmm. 
Well, then they're not blessings. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> you know, it, it's it, it's crazy. You look at like the prodigal. No, not even the prodigal son. There's one guy that preached. He's not an elder in my church, but he's in the greater mm. church. He's on one of the branches. Hey, which branch? Uh, <laughs> no, this was a while ago. I don't even know if he's still okay, talking about it. This he, guy he is actually... forever just trying to draw fire. Not even <laughs> blood, fire. I'm, just trying... I'm, trying, I'm trying to get the truth out there. The whole truth of nothing but the truth. <laughs> but you the, get hell the truth. He actually, he actually said, the king, oh, what king was it? I forgot his name. But the king that was like, oh God, do you not remember I've done this and yeah. this and this? When he was about to die and God gave him an extra bit of time. And then it ended up that he lost, like, he kind of messed things up, messed things up for his country and everything. And the guy was preaching, totally forgot that bit. The fact that he didn't get an extra time. Was it Nebuchadnezzar? No, not Nebuchadnezzar. No, Nebuchadnezzar. Agrippa? Not Agrippa. A Aga? Azor? I don't know. Azor? But, you know, his end was far worse than when he was going to die when God said he should die. And this guy forgot about it and I was like, this is why you have to do things in church. So that when God is coming with something and you don't like it, you can say, God, do you not remember I did this? And then he'll change his mind. I'm like, under what circumstances do you have an idea that is better than what God has? Or you have a, requ- a request that is better than what God is wanting to give you? Uh, it's, yeah, we, we just, we're, we're really materialistic, even as Christians, for the most part. Hezekiah. Is it Hezekiah? Hezekiah. Yes. Yeah. Second Kings twenty. Yeah. Hezekiah. There you go. Mm-hmm. Why was I saying Azor? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, um, it's, it's it's sad, but that's just part of the reason why we do podcasts like this. Hopefully. Um. One thing, Shailen, I went back to his albums this week. Mm. I've just been. Oh, I've been loving it. Shailen's of lamp mode. Got to check it out. Um, <laughs> There's more, more, more sermons in trust me, one of his albums than something. It's, it's very, it's very. Oh like, yeah. Do you know what he, he actually said that his album um, Attributes of God, they printed out the lyrics and they were teaching it as syllabus in a Sunday school. Oh, how about that? In a Sunday. In school? In a Sunday school. Nice. So he was like that. Obviously, nice. it was humbling, but it reminded him to study. Yeah. To make sure that what he's saying is actually yeah, in line. Because yeah. people are actually teaching his lyrics now. But he was like, if you come to God for any reason other than God, then God is not your God. That reason that you came to him, that's your that's God. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think, Jimmy? Though? If there was a. <laughs> I just Shit, came, like, <laughs> I don't even know what you guys are talking about. We're just talking about stuff. Okay. Um, what do I think about stuff? Um, <laughs> So the question, question is, if there was a 100% Christian country, would you want to live there? Nah. Why High why five. Huh? Why not? Why Why would I not want to live there? Yeah, your your husband said because Christians are annoying people, so. Bearing in mind, like, we like worked out with all, like, doctrine, like, clashes and stuff. And no, so that's fine. But everybody's Christian. Everyone's Christian. That's dead. So what? Like, <laughs> what? What am I supposed to, how am I supposed to fulfill God's purpose if everybody's Christian? Spud, 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 like, spud. If everybody's Christian, then obviously I need to go be a missionary somebody else because y'all are okay. I feel well, like. Do not come for the sick. Hey, do not come for the healthy. Yeah. Here for the sick. Yeah, but yes, you can be, I'll go find some sick people. But you can be a missionary, but, but have the Christian country as like your home base. Nah. Not live with people. Nah. So it's. Fair enough. Do you know what my Secular reason was? Secular people make, make things interesting, huh? <laughs> do, you know, do you know what my reason was? <laughs> what? <laughs> Most Christians are two faced. <laughs> wow. 
<laughs> Obviously, there was a lot more. There was a lot more wow. information around it, but I can't reiterate due to time. Just listen to the podcast. Yeah, you I know. can find it on SoundCloud. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think because I know that I'm called to people who are not in church, living in a 100% Christian com- um, country. Defeats the purpose. Yeah, mm. it, it would make me useless. Mm. And I'm not trying to be burying my talent under the ground. So, oh. if y'all want to be there, I mean, you can send us postcards yeah. and stuff. You two, would, would well, you? I said I'd outsource the the decision yeah, to my missus. You live with that old man. That would be dead fam. <laughs> You'd outsource the decision to your to missus. missus yeah. You're the head fam. Make yeah, the she's the neck. Yeah. Point me in the right direction. Oh, wait. Try this one. <laughs> I said pointing in the right. I'm just gonna look. Wherever you point, I'm just gonna look. Uh, <laughs> I want to go to school. Okay. I just don't feel like in such a country there'll be babes in abundance for you. Right? There'll be hella babes there. <laughs> babes, babes, they're looking for husbands. They're all flocked. <laughs> they're all flocked. Can you imagine having having a singles night or like any kind of? I think the problem would be that you'd have a Christian country, yeah, but there'd still be sin and people would be upset about like they wouldn't be able to understand why people are still no but then if we've worked out the doctrine we realise that we're all fallen well yeah but I think people still have like a perception that you know people are not going to cheat on their wives and like we're like we're going to be like the holiest country and it's not going to be the case (laughs) if if, if that's that's the case then they haven't really like figured out the doctrine what would be the most painful part is your partner cheated with another Christian who potentially went to the same church as you. Like, what? But that's what happens. Like, people that commit adultery in church and stuff, like, there's bad, come on, let's not pretend. Bad church people are doing stuff they're not supposed to be doing. So um, it'll be even worse. With each other. It'll be even worse, yeah, if, like, your wife cheated with another person's wife. Hey. <laughs> I'll just feel left out. Wow. wow, I'm done. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that was sick. I'm not even mad. Yeah? <laughs> Just bring me in next time, yeah? I can't oh. do it, y'all. What about um, a Christian estate block? Do you think that would work? What? So, like, like scale it down. So, don't, so, 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 so don't have a Christian country, but have a Christian... A, an estate block made of, up of just Christians. Well, as in, like, just we so happen to live there, or this is a block that only Christians can hire out a, a house in? Don't say only, cause, because that, that that makes it feel like... But that's really basically what that, that, That's what I'm asking, like... No, so, so, okay, so, so, so a group of Christians have come together and said, yeah, let's live in this building together, break bread, fellowship together, and just build each that other. That happens. And then go mm-hmm. out. Yeah, that yeah. happens already. Yeah. That's really... Yeah. To live like that. There's even organisations that will house you and stuff like that. It's almost like and, church. And what's it as well? Um, churches do that as well. So churches may have accommodations where if someone who comes to their church or is working there or something like that can't get somewhere to live, you can live there. But so there's a place like that? Not an exclusively Christian block, but they've got affiliation with the local council and they will house you somewhere within the area, the borough. In, in uni, I lived in a Christian house. So, like, all of us were Christian. And how was that? It was amazing. It was actually really good. Yeah, no one brings their partners to death. Apart from, like, you know, when the demons were doing foolishness in the middle of the night. But at least then, everybody could grab oil together and pray, you know? But no, it was actually cool because I think 
a lot of the times when you're at uni, if you're Christian and like you live with people that are going out drinking and mm. sexing in the next room and stuff, and you're trying to Stress. just bang your little William McDowell and stay holy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, need, you need Christian hip hop for that because my girl's too quiet. It might need some bass. Um, it can be tough. So it, for me, it was really encouraging that we were all about it. Like I come in the house, gospel music's playing. Mm. You know, people are talking about, "Ah, oh, gems, what did you read today?" Like that kind of thing. It was it was a good place of growth. Mm. Mm. Do you feel like you have that now? In like your, just like in general. In my marriage. No, well, like oh. up, up, outside the marriage. In, in, <laughs> in your house. No, 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 <laughs> no. Because, because I, I know it's, it's, it's a given that like you'll be, you know, building each other up. But like, do you feel like you have that, that same kind of support outside of? Outside of these walls. Outside, yeah. I think because, I would say I do because I have Christian friends that are like proper friends right mm. but in terms of the church that i'm at now i wouldn't say i have it there <coughs> and that might be because i haven't been there long enough um so i haven't built up that support network so there's people i talk to in church i'm not bad man i'm not stush guys but um it's not a case where people have got my number to be calling me in a week and like checking in if i'm okay mm. but because i've been around um i have christian <laughs> friends so there are other people doing that what about you guys? I think, yeah, there's definitely, like, a, at least a community, like, mm. you know, even us a lot, um, outside of which church, a few guys that, you know, you do life with, you guys kind of stay together. Because that concept of discipleship, at least, I don't see that as often nowadays, mm. um, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> I don't see that yeah. as much. But, you know, we, we kind of, there is that sense of community, um, at least amongst some of the guys that I know. So, yeah. Yeah, I would, I would say the same as well. Um, I'm very fortunate that I have, even like you guys, um, I've got little clusters of people who I can kind of talk to. Um, but it's it's very much as Jamila just mentioned as well, I very much know that I am called more so outside of the church than within the church. So I find myself kind of working more outside than within, so I don't necessarily have a constant group. There's you guys. But it's more like I do find myself hanging around a lot more with unbelievers, talking with them, um, interacting and stuff. But I do feel I do have them in little clusters. How about yourself? Oh. I don't know if it says something about me, but I, I, I find that I have a lot of friends who are in that in that middle gap. So like they haven't quite worked it out. Yeah. Yet. So it's like they're Christians, but they're not like they're not on it. They're not on it. They're not on it for Jesus. But they're trying to be, but not trying really hard. <laughs> <laughs> That is the, just the description of lukewarmness. <laughs> I didn't want to say the word. Just straight lukewarm. Robert, you're if you're Luke. Robert's friend, yeah, he just baited you all out Fam, and said you're lukewarm. Fam, if you see... This, no, no. Most of you guys are cool, yeah? But there are some actual... Pagans. Ah! <laughs> like, if I told you... To, ah, stories for another day. But yeah, but, but like having such friends, I feel like... It helps me grow 
because it means I have to be like on my doctrine so that if they come to me with any questions, I can give them a biblical answer. So are you basing your growth on helping them? No. It's just... Um, <laughs> What was going for the juggler? <laughs> no, um, I'm not saying I base my growth on, on on them, but they're like a marker that I'm going in 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 the right direction. So you're you're like I don't want to be like them. I want to. Yes, it's them. like a, a healthy pressure. Like you know, you're sitting on a hill. You you are, you're there, and and you know they kind of. Yeah, kind of like kind of like um, you learn best by teaching. So so, so by. That's not always true. No? No. Try and teach someone something you haven't learned. I'm so confused. I'm like, carry on. I've lost my train of thought now. So basically, these lukewarmness people. These lukewarm people. No, they're not lukewarm. They're, they're, they're trying. Yeah. They're trying. They're trying to be hot. So I, they're lukewarm. I, I believe in you guys. Keep striving. We'll strive together. <laughs> What's their names? We'll pay for them. <laughs> Imagine this one. Trying to catch him up. Every day snitching. I can't remember what I was saying though. It's alright, don't worry. We'll uh, mm. um, you were speaking about discipleship. What do you think that, that that looks like in this day and age? Because it's non-existent <laughs> in this day and age for the most part. And when you do get discipled, you... <laughs> you get your waist man, like, like the guy that tried to disciple me. I'm <laughs> spoken about affectionately quite often. Um, you know what, yeah, there, there was this one pastor. Um, we started this um, discipleship thing. And then, like, before he started, he said... He said something reckless, like... <laughs> no, no, what, what are you saying? He said, like, if we discuss things, like, together, and then... <laughs> And then you hear me say it in, like, if I make a point, and then I, I hear him say it in a sermon. <laughs> it's not that he's no, it's not that he's copying me. It's because he led me to say that through the society that we were doing. What? Something along those lines. Wow. Basically, I'm taking all your Man ideas. Man said I'm a plagiarist. No copyright. But I know that it's because of my greatness that allowed you to get to the point that you said. So therefore, yeah. I have rights to what you said, and yeah. I'm gonna take it. That's mad. It's, it's, it's hard because, you, you know, like, you had the, the old <coughs> master and student relationships and you, went, you lived there, you, you did everything together, you literally emulated him. It's almost impossible to do that now. Yeah. Because uh, we do so, so in different things. Unless you're a priest. Or, 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 or well, not yeah. to be a pastor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, even, so, even then situations there, I kind of can be a bit funky. <laughs> uh, the priests be doing stuff there. Okay. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> I'm sure it's not the majority of yeah, I'm, I'm Shout sure. out if you're a priest, isn't it? And I you think, don't do them things. I think... You don't do them things, man? Oh, my gosh. I think that the best discipleship happens without titles. Mm. When you don't actually know, necessarily, that you're being discipled. Shit people into it. Not shit people into it, but you have people around you Come that are... Come out for dinner. Every Tuesday so night. You so tonight. Can you stop interrupting me? <laughs> My goodness. Can I talk, innit? Yeah, please do. Thanks. So anyway, I think that I've never had a mentor by title, but I've had a lot of people that have poured into me Mm. and shaped me and encouraged me and strengthened me to the place where I am now. Mm. And so I think if you're in a community that is supportive and that cares about you, You'll be discipled, and I and I feel like being discipled by more than one person is better than you idolizing a particular person, mm. <clears throat> who then becomes 
um, can become the be all and say all of, of your whole salvation. Oh. Like, where you can't make decisions without, oh my God, I need to talk to my mental first. Like, oh my gosh, this, 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 Because God is supposed to have that place, right? So, and I'm not saying mentoring is bad because I have a mentee, yeah? But I do think there's, like, boundaries have to be put in place because the relationship can become quite dependent. Hmm. And I think if the church, if the local church was doing what they were supposed to be doing, oh. then everyone would be getting discipled but I feel like people um don't feel like they have a responsibility to other people apart from on a Sunday mm-hmm. so it's like oh my gosh like hi how's your week oh my god bless the lord and then we leave and then that's it mm-hmm. and you might go up for prayer next week and I might be like oh my gosh like or I might hear a testimony that your mum's sick and then I might give you an extra word of encouragement but then that's it so yeah I think, I think that's the other thing though as well is the fact that like, you know, to some extent, it, the onus is on us as well. I mean, you've got a mentee. Mm-hmm. But, like, in my church, now I think about it, I'm not really mentoring anyone. She's not from my church, though. That's the wicked Oh, thing. there you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah. But it's like, maybe it's just on us as well to, I, I'm, I'm just speaking personally, mm-hmm. to, to start praying about, you know, God, is there someone that I should be pouring into? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm trying to do that. It's, I think it's easy for me myself to think maybe I'm not worthy to mentor someone mm-hmm. but also think I'm too busy <laughs> to mm-hmm. mentor someone which isn't which isn't good because that that's dying out yeah I think um Jamina definitely touched on a crucial thing I think now um we've kind of moved away from the terminology of discipling and moved more towards mentoring and coaching mm-hmm. um so you might be doing something along those lines but it doesn't necessarily fall under the title of mentoring. I mean, discipling. It's more like, oh, mentoring a group of kids to be able to go through something or whatever, this and that. I do know that discipling is more... seems a lot more intense. Yeah. Like, because Jesus walked with them for the space of that three years. Yeah. It was quite intensive. They ate together, they, they slept together, they, they, like, spent... They lived together they walk together and stuff, where mentoring is, is almost like you kind of touch in and touch out mm-hmm. every now and then. That's, that's kind of what society is, has allowed, almost. And um, the other thing as well maybe might be that discipleship was for a particular discipline. <laughs> almost. So, yeah. you know, Jesus working with them, he walked as a rabbi or as a, as a mm. preacher, made them preachers. Yeah. Um, was it Titus that was with Paul? Yeah. Um, made him a preacher as well? Mm-hmm. It's... We, we do such specific things mm-hmm. nowadays that I guess it's also hard to find someone I'm going to disciple in my discipline. Yeah, yeah. I guess for someone, for me, per se, working within a church, it's a bit easier to be able to be like, all right, cool, like, I'm going to purposefully disciple this young person or whatever mm-hmm. and make it a lot more consistent and stuff. We are actually getting, like, mentoring stuff initiated with, with the young people. Mm-hmm. And um, as Jamila said, it, it's very much... It's recognising the right call. Like, even if it is just one person, um, the person I'm following is Christ. Yeah. Not this person. Yeah. Um, and a good mentee or disabled point you do Christ. Yeah. So it's a case of setting, almost setting that standard and saying, yo, like, follow me as I follow Christ. If you see me deviating, pull me up. I don't necessarily see a mentor-mentee relationship as just one um, one directional. Mm-hmm. The mentee should be able to pull up the mentor and be like, yo, why did you do this, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's you're living, you're almost sharing life together. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so yeah, I do think that the terminology has kind of changed and the way that it is kind of lived out has kind of changed as well. Mm. Um, <clears throat> but exactly as Peter said as well, I think we need to be a lot more intentional with it to actually be praying me like, all right, cool, God, who who would you have me pour into? Mm. Um, am I at this stage to pour into people yet? Um, if so, who? Mm. Um, how? Like, allow God to kind of shape the way you mentor, shape the way you pour into them, mm. shape how, what you do and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I, I don't think it happens as much as it should do. Mm. I have seen it gone bad. I've experienced it going bad. But in saying that, I've had a few mentors afterwards who've been pouring into me and have helped me grow um, to where I am now. Um, yeah, and each relationship is almost is somewhat different. Mm-hmm. So yeah. If you do you want to say something? You want to... Oh, I was just gonna say that um, to being a mentor or I don't know whatever title you want to give it, um, you have to really be humble because it's quite easy to feel a sense of pride that you have a mentee mm-hmm. and like you've become somebody significant and mm-hmm. um, you can <coughs> like get gas off your own supply like like Robert most of the time yeah, yeah. and uh, <laughs> that um, she me. agreed with as well <laughs> yeah <laughs> can't be denied <laughs> yeah so I feel like if you if pride is a already a battle that you're fighting with mm. then Maybe you need to be a mentee rather than a mentor. Just shut down someone's <laughs> Okay, last question for the night. If you could have anyone be your mentor or or, or disciple, who would it be? Disciple. My mentor, <laughs> Jesus. Someone, someone living the Holy Spirit. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus is alive, yeah. Nah, um... <laughs> he was like someone living. Jesus is alive. Do you know what? <laughs> I'm so tempted to say the Pope. What? <laughs> I'm married Banter! Like Banter! <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm bad. Oh this is why we're losing followers. <laughs> nah, nah. We're almost at 50 at one point, you know. I, I think we're, we're at 49. Oh no, I've recently got a thingy that we got another follow like, just last week as well. Thank oh, you so much. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Shout out new followers. Turn off, turn off. Turn off that notification. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have to turn off all of my, like, Instagram the question, Um If I could get anyone to mentor me. <clears throat> Whilst we're thinking about it, there's this one guy. Just because of the way that he approaches the Bible, uh, Chuck Missler. He's, like, an engineer, and he approaches the Bible like it's a piece of engineering work. Uh, I just love it. I'd get him to mentor me or disorder me. Could I have a group of people? No, oh, that's right. Why are you so extra? He's, he's, he's just that important one person can't decide with <laughs> He's a conglomerate. Obviously, obviously, <laughs> obviously. I think I'd pick um, Tim Keller. Do you know what? He's I thought, I thought you were going to say Jake, to be honest. Ah! Can you behave yourself? <laughs> Man lies. He's going to say he mentors Jake. Yeah. It's a I used to mentor Jake. When I stopped, everything started going downhill. But anyway, yeah, Tim Keller. I like his, like, his, like, clinical approach to how mm. he, 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 he studies the Bible. Mm. And how, like, we, 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 we listen to his sermons. It's, it's not airy fairy, it's, it's always straight mm-hmm. to the scriptures. Mm. And like you can see, and like you can understand how he came to conclusions that he came to. Mm. And and he draws from like secular stuff as well, which I like as well. Of course, you do. <laughs> I'm tempted to say Piper. 
I was gonna say five foot figure. I'm, I'm tempted to say Piper, but I'm also tempted. Okay, washer. Washer. <laughs> I'm tempted washer. Like these guys. Um, but I'm also. Um, does person have to be alive? Yep, have to be alive, living now. Francis Chan. Those three people. I don't know who. I said one. Pick one. That's interesting. I don't know who. Because they're not necessarily like. Similar. I mean, Washington and Piper, fair enough. But Francis Chan is a yeah. bit different. I'm gonna pick Francis Chan as well. But he he's very much um, like Washer and Piper. They're very um, exegetical. Mm. So it's like they'll very get a piece of text, expound on it, this and that, and I love that. Francis Chan is very practical. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's very much like. How are you actually living it out? How yeah. is the word impacting you? And I definitely feel like that balance is a must. Mm. Um, but I think so I'll go. Question. I think I'll go for um, Piper, because Piper has definitely got an emphasis on the practicality, as well. Um, and the only reason that I go over to Piper over Washer is because I f- I believe Piper is a lot more spiritual than Washer. Washer says it himself, he's not that spiritual, so it's like he doesn't really look at the gifts, speaking in tongues, all of them stuff there, whilst Washer and Piper actually um, looks looks at that and puts emphasis on that. I think whilst that's going on, just for Jamila comes in, check these guys out, like Piper, John Piper, Paul Washer, Francis Chan, Tim Keller, Tim Tim Keller, Keller. Uh, Chuck, Chuck Missler, Missler, if you get yeah. a chance to see um, all of those guys. Virgin. No, he's not alive. I mean, yes. He's alive. C.S. Yes, Lewis. C.S. Lewis. Read Narnia. Don't watch your movies. Read Narnia. It's, it's, it's Jonathan nice. Edwards. Yeah. Um, all, all really good guys. Um, John Calvin. Are you, are you done shouting me? Like. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> um, R.C. Sproul. Mm. Oh. He's, he's not alive, though, is he? He is. He is, he is. alive. Oh, my God. I just killed someone. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to see R.C. Sproul and R.C. Sproul Jr. Right. His son. Yeah. Anyway, you didn't pick them. So. No, ah, I'll see you, bro. I'll see you, Just because of all his stuff, as he's not praise God, he's alive. But just because all of his stuff went like for one p.m. Mm-hmm. Amazon for a little while, I thought he was. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you know what? Yeah, he. Downloaded a bunch of his books. His books always, like I have to take time. Yeah, mm. yeah. Like I'll read a paragraph yeah. and I'll be like, oh, we li- Jesus. You know what? And I might I just have to, have to just take time with it because he just pushes me into the presence of God and mm-hmm. an understanding of his mm-hmm. holiness. And I just feel like if I lived life with that amount of knowledge and understanding of who God is, then I'd be a better Christian. Zoom come, zoom come. Yeah, so check out um, R.C. Sproul, R.C. Sproul Jr., A.W. Tozer. Um, We've mentioned them a lot actually before. Yeah. I've linked them before. Oh, yeah. well, final, final question just because I think it'll be funny. This, 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 this one's just pick your answer, okay? Mm. If you had to mentor someone, yeah, mm. and you had to pick between <laughs> Joanna or Austin oh, and um, Crafty Dollar, who would you pick? Oh, God. Look, Joe Austin's not that bad. If I had to. <laughs> He's not that if bad. I, He's not that bad. If I had to. If you had to. I don't think I would pick, you know, I'd just be like, I give up. <laughs> Because Joe Austin, his smile alone with everything. <laughs> smile alone. You guys need to go easy. But I like, I like Joe Austin. I've listened to some of his stuff before. Yeah, I get what you guys say about him being more motivational than maybe, you know, actually teaching or having any depth biblically. Uh, with there were some says. that would even claim he's a false teacher. Some would claim that. Yeah, I said some. 
You can go and check for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> of the ones that I've seen, I've not seen him say be a faulty. But I don't know about Preferred Dollar at all. I don't know. I you know, the bits that we've we've heard are hey. interesting. But then there are some people that I respect that like him. So it, it gives me pause and says, Okay, maybe I should listen to a few of his songs mm. before I come to a conclusion. Um, but he crippled up. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe you can listen to them on that plane. He's getting his congregation to buy him, isn't it? Oh, <laughs> yes. No, no, no. That's absolutely fair enough. That's absolutely fair enough. I mean, that's that's one of those things. You know, that came out, and then you take it down, and say, like, if it's really of God, then it'll be easy to keep it up. But again, you know, first class private jet. Eh, you know, it's 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 one of those things. Um, I I I just I just think we should um, give them grace. Not, not even grace, but like let, let's crit- critique the word or, or the sermons as opposed to the people because God's dealing with the people, but then the words <laughs> is what goes out. Okay. Who would you pick? Yeah, you guys haven't chosen. Yeah. I would. Mo pick... said he'd slap jo- Joe Lustin and walk away from Crescent Dollar. Hey, I'd pick Crescent. To disciple. Yeah. Okay. Because he needs it. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I think I picked Joel for that reason that because Crofton needs it more, Joel will be easier to, easier to do. <laughs> you guys, I love it. Look. Yeah. What? Everybody needs to start with it. I've, I've heard Crofton say some outlandish stuff. He said some reckless things. Like, reckless. And it's, just, it's, not in, it's not Bible, in it. Like, let's not pretend. Like, it's not Bible, in it. So my thing, my thing with that is, look, we live in a digital age where you can... The, the last um, <laughs> I'm going to bait myself out the last episode and I spoke reckless on here what did you say again? I edited <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> a few years too late to catch me with that I spoke reckless on here I edited it out so seamlessly you don't actually realise that that was there and what I mean by that is we're in an age where it's easy to pick out sound bites and then replay them out of context Ooh. not to say like how many times have I said something reckless like God doesn't exist and then say later on in context that I was making a point or, or not even thinking but I'm saying no no whole, uh, whole sermons because when I lived in this Christian okay, yeah. house so that's, yeah. that's it that's, that's the thing when I lived in this Christian house mm. um, they used to play God Channel a lot right oh gosh I know exactly <laughs> exactly yeah so Creflo is on there a lot right yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, <laughs> so no, I, can't, I, can't I used to all. sit down with um, my housemates mm. and watch Creflo cringing and clenching my fists and thing yeah throughout the whole thing while they were saying hallelujah and I was like no no Jesus no but mm. I feel like if I was going to disciple Creflo yeah it wouldn't even be a theology thing like, we were just getting to the presence of God, and then when we're there, I'm like, go and talk to Jesus in it, because mm. the things you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's absolutely fair enough, and like, I can't argue with that at all. But like, you see your theology? Forget it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, forget yeah. it. Everything you know about Jesus, forget it. <laughs> yeah. Go to him oh, and talk to Jesus. Grace. 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 It'll be so dope. The title of this is Go Talk to Jesus. <laughs> oh, man. Mm. Uh, but yeah, you need to tweet out the things a lot more because I'm not on Facebook. I can't right. share it. But on Twitter, I can do it a lot more. Got you, got you. No, thank you for listening, guys. Um, for real. For on your two pence over. Yeah, Christian steak. Yay, nay. <laughs> We talked about a lot of stuff today. We started on abortion. We got yeah. to Christian country, Christian Christian estate. 
Kaflo Dollar. <laughs> we always come back to Kaflo Dollar. <laughs> hey guys, leave some comments about what you thought. Um, share, like. Um, yeah, if you want to come down, come down. You can find us on soundcloud.com forward slash the Blacksmiths Furnace, no apostrophe. You can find us on all good podcaster websites. Just look for the Blacksmiths Furnace with an apostrophe. Shout out to Partners and Ryan for the intro and outro music. Contact Carvin Turner for the Ordinary Amazing logo. You can find us on Twitter at The Furnish UK. You can email us at tbsfurnace at hotmail.com. I've sent that to my phone now, so when the emails come in, I will know. <laughs> um, I think that's all my things. Pretty much, yeah. Um, Jamila, you've got an event on Wednesday, don't you? Date. Yes, Wednesday the 1st of February from 6 to 8pm we are holding a writing workshop in Croydon. Details can be found on our website writersandscribes.org and if you click on new events all the details are there with the tickets and stuff. Uh, poetry pizza and Polaroids hashtag my funny valentine that's hashtag for this one. <laughs> 14th, no it's not the 14th 12th of February 7pm to 9pm, there'll be pizza, there'll be Polaroids, there'll be poetry. Wouldn't and be Polaroids? Huh? Wouldn't be Polaroids? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, 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 the there, Polaroids. isn't it? Yeah, yeah we've got my bag today. Yeah. And getting a new mic. You're getting a mic? I thought you said you got it. No, 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 no. I, was, I was waiting for Payday. Payday's come. You're getting a mic? I'm getting it. I need to write then. I need to write. I need to use that mic. Let's get it, guys. And I was looking I was looking at some um, P, P4CM stuff, and yeah. they've got like a similar mic. Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah. But mine will look better. You've though. given it away now. Mine look, but, but, my mine will look better though. All right. All right. Um, H means H for your location. Uh, lighting. No. Lifestyle. Lifestyle. <laughs> lighting, yeah. And documentary. If your bulb is gone. Shout uh, out to Fifth Girls Cafe. We're going to be on on their soon. Soon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Check them out. One thing I will say as well. Um about H means H everything on H means H is going to be migrating onto Rise and Scribe soon so okay. soon come I'm going to be pushing out Rise and Scribes yeah. so literally um, keep an eye on the website writers with a Z and the letter N scribes with a Z again it shall be linked in the description I'm done though um, got, when you go onto the website there's going to be there's soon come there's going to be a page literally just like for photography and stuff so my portfolio is going to be there you can have a look um any all of as Peter said, like documentary, lifestyle, location, anything that you want to do that falls into that category, just let me know. Mm. We can get something done. Yes, well, yeah. Yeah. So I guess this is the Blacksmith's furnace signing out. Blow. <laughs>